0: Welcome to the Wear Wag Repute Podcast. I'm Tori Mystic. As a dog mom lifestyle expert, blogger, and business owner, I love talking to other women in the pet industry and sharing their advice with you every week. Sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode. In this week's solo episode, I want to talk about the importance of telling people who you are. As a business owner in the pet industry, you know that you need to be visible and recognizable to build a relationship with your audience. Your brand, unfortunately, cannot exist on cute pet photos alone. Sorry to break it to you. Pet parents want to see the human that they are buying from. And as a small business, this gives you a huge advantage against the big corporate brands that don't really have one real person that buyers can identify with. But did you know that you need to keep reinforcing who you are and what you do? It is not enough to just put your name out there once. You need to tell people who you are again and again. And again and again and again. (laughs) This will help you create a strong brand identity and establish you as the go to person for whatever it is that you specialize in. For today's episode, I have prepared a bunch of examples for you to help you get yourself out there and get personal with your followers and customers. And it's really no coincidence that I'm sharing this advice right before the holiday season. We're coming up on a time when shoppers are going to be buying gifts and making a lot of decisions about who to buy from. By humanizing your brand and telling them about the real wonderful person who is running the show, you can help your business stand out. All right, so I'm going to share with you a bunch of different places where you can tell people who you are and share your story. Probably the most obvious place to start out with is your about page. I look at a lot of about pages, especially when I'm looking for podcast guests. And it is one of my pet peeves because I see a lot of about pages that have very generic language. You might have even heard me talk about this before because like I said, it is my pet peeve. I see a lot of about pages where people just say very generically I started this pet brand because my dog Fluffy inspired me to do more things for pets, and I was looking for something unique, and I couldn't find anything unique, and so that's why I made this. And that's pretty much word for word what a lot of about pages say. In the pet industry, and it doesn't really give us a lot to go off of. It doesn't make you stand out. Um, everyone is unique. You know, we're all very special in our own ways. There is no other you out there. Um, so you really do need to share who you are and 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 what you do and why you do it. And your About page is a really great place to do that. I know from looking at my Google Analytics that my About page actually gets a lot of clicks. A lot of people come to my site and they're like, what is this? Who is this? What's going on here? (laughs) And they click on my About page and hopefully they can kind of answer all of those questions. I'm actually tonight uh, working on rewriting my About page because I recently listened to an episode of the Blogging Millionaire podcast, the host Brandon Gale. He is a a big blogging expert. He has software called Rank IQ, which is a um, a blogging keyword optimizing tool um, that I that I use a lot. Um, and we've talked about it before in Where Wagger Peace Society. Um, but Brandon is just. He is a huge resource on all kinds of things blogging related. So he had this episode on tips on how to write your bio and your about page. He actually has a 5,000 word about page. I was just looking at it. And you can find the link for it in the show notes of this episode. Um, It's very, very long. And it starts basically, he was like, on this day I was born. (laughs) So it's very, very detailed. Uh, And I think that it's a great example to look at in case you're ever like wondering if your about page is too long, if your bio is too long, if people even want to know this level of detail go look at Brandon's about page and you will see the level of detail that he has included. Uh, and one thing that he points out on that episode and that really does stand out when you look at his about page is that he has a really kind of eye-catching title. It doesn't just say about Brandon Gale. It says, the title of his about page is From Disabled and $500,000 in Debt to a pro blogger with 5 million monthly visitors. So he really has written this like like it's an article in Vanity Fair about him or something like that. And you know, if you are a good writer or if you have someone that you can hire who's a really good writer, I think that's a really fun experiment to see like if if you were getting a profile written about you in Vanity Fair or the New York Times magazine or whatever it is, what would they say about you? And write your about page kind of with that as the theme, as the inspiration behind it. That's certainly what he has done. And you you can see there's a lot of photos of him throughout the years growing up and all kinds of stuff. So His is probably more detailed than you're going to want (laughs) to do, but it's just a a great kind of example to look at for a little bit of context to know that people really do want to know a lot about you. And I know from listening to Brandon that he's constantly refining things, and he wouldn't have all those words on there if they weren't there for a reason. So he is constantly improving and he's very strategic about it. So just check that out as some inspiration. People really do want to know your story. They want to know about your struggles. Um, You know, Marie Forleo is someone that I love and she's always sharing this story about this Tropicana orange. I think it was an alarm clock or no, it was a speaker. It was like a little radio speaker from Tropicana orange juice and um, she had it growing up, and one day it broke, and her mom was trying to fix it, and she's like, Mom, what are you doing? Why are you trying to fix that? You don't know how to fix a stereo or a speaker, and her mom said, Marie, everything is figure outable. and that story is such a part of Marie's story, and she's told it so many times that I've heard it. So many times that I can now recite it back to you. And it, it ties in. I mean, her whole book is called Everything is Figure Outable. So, you know, sharing your stories and sharing who you are and sharing stories about things that happened in your life growing up, they really can relate to your brand now. And they really can help people get to know you. So that's, that's your about page. That would be a really good place to start. From there, uh, I would suggest that you take a look at your bio on social media. Probably the biggest place to look would be on Instagram. That is where most of us, I think, are hanging out. TikTok, of course, is there, but TikTok's bios are way short, super short. Um, so you do have to kind of either be uh, very brief <laughs> there or um, direct people to a link or something like that. So Let's talk about your Instagram bio instead. Um, this is something that you can update as often as you'd like. I think a lot of people set their Instagram bio and never, ever change it. Um, but, you know, we, we're changing all the time. Our tastes change. Um, what we're interested changes from season to season and, and month to month and year to year. So I would encourage you to change your Instagram bio as often as you'd like, really. And if you have the space for it, I would really recommend that you share something personal and quirky. So I recently, uh, you may have noticed, I've I've shared some some content about how I really want to move to the woods in West Virginia. I've shared reels about this. I've gone on trips to West Virginia and shared all kinds of content about that people are always asking me about it. One of my viral reels is about moving to the woods with my dogs. Uh, So I know that this is something that resonates with my audience and just gets people's attention. So I recently added to my Instagram bio a line that says something like, "Um, always planning my next West Virginia trip. So I just thought that was something that would make my bio stand out. You know, as I am getting more and more uh, into researching my move, which will happen one day, (laughs) I've been stalking all kinds of people on Instagram and trying to follow people in the area that I want to move to. And so if I see in their bio that they're based in a certain area of West Virginia, I'm pretty much automatically going to follow them. So, you know, the same kind of reverse logic works on mine. You know, if someone sees my profile and they like West Virginia and they see it right there in my bio, it's a good chance they're going to follow me. So um, think about what it is. You know, if you have any content that's gone viral, that's like a little bit quirky, see how you can maybe work that into your bio because it obviously gets people's attention in your reels or in your posts or your stories. So why not incorporate that into something that's more permanent and static, like your bio? Another example that I want to share with you about your Instagram username, actually, comes from Laura Belgray. She has a company called Talking Shrimp. And Laura is a copywriting expert. Um, she's also part of the whole Marie Forleo world and she's a part of B school every year. Um, I have the luxury of getting to see Laura on some live Zoom calls, um, during B school. She's just amazing. Uh, I I subscribe to her emails. I get her emails multiple times a week. I see her on social media. And I noticed the other day that she did a, a reel where she shared that she changed her username on Instagram from Talking Shrimp to Laura Belgray, her name. And she explained in the reel, you know, why she did this. She explained more in the caption why she did this. Uh, and she also used this explanation as an extra excuse to remind people that she has a book coming out soon. So one of her reasons for changing it is that, um, her book is, uh, it's called Tough Titties. <laughs> It's a pretty funny name. Uh, and of course, it's by her, Laura Belgray. The, the phrase talking shrimp is not in the title. Uh, that's not the author of the book. I'm sure it is in her bio somewhere on on the dust cover or something like that. And I'm sure it's, it's throughout the book. Um, but she said that, you know, she wanted for people who were interested in buying the book to be able to easily find her online. And she just wanted to kind of claim her name on Instagram and just kind of be herself and not uh, not necessarily be just her brand, but be like a real person on there. So I thought that was really interesting. Also, just wanted to mention, she turned that Instagram post into an email. Uh, and maybe two days after I saw her post on Instagram, I got uh, a similar message. It was a little bit adjusted. It wasn't word for word exactly the same. It's maybe a little bit longer uh, in an email. So, whenever you are doing any kind of posts or bio updates or an about page update, remember that you can repurpose all of that stuff as emails. As as blog posts, as other social posts. If you're gonna go write a whole big, long about page that's like 5,000 words, um, that's a whole lot of Instagram posts right there, girl. Let me just tell you, you better be repurposing that. <laughs> so that's just, that's my reminder for you. Um, and go check out Laura Belgray uh, on Instagram if you wanna see this post and see exactly what I'm talking about. What if your pet could see an experienced and compassionate veterinarian without ever leaving the house? This year, I discovered BetterVet, a mobile vet that empowers pet parents to get expert veterinary help from the comfort of their own homes. Our pets often associate carriers, car rides, and vet offices with anxiety. By examining your pet at home, it not only eliminates stress and fear, but it also allows the doctor to see your pet in their natural environment and better assess their health. I used the Better Vet app to book a wellness exam for Bert and Lucy. Dr. Olivia Wilson and her vet tech Amanda brought the vet's office to my house for Lucy. This was great news because she gets a lot of fear in exam rooms. At home, she could have her emotional support stuffed animals with her at all times. Dr. Olivia did a thorough exam on both dogs, answered all of my many questions, gave Lucy a rabies vaccine, and took a blood sample from Bert, all right in my living room. After our appointment, I compared the price to a brick-and-mortar vet that we visited last year, and it was only slightly more to have an expert vet come to my house. Well worth it, in my opinion. Would your pet like home vet visits? I love this experience so much, I became a Better Vet BFF. Check out BetterVet.com and use my code BVBFFTMYSTIC to get $100 off your first visit. I know it's long, so I'll put that code in the description for this episode. Treat your pet to vet care of the 21st century at bettervet.com. Another person in kind of the women's entrepreneurship world. This episode is just so full of name dropping. I apologize for that. But there's just so many people I look up to and it seems like I've been seeing a lot of kind of similar messaging around how important it is to remind people who you are and kind of claim who you are. Um, So another example that I saw recently was um, from Denise Duffield-Thomas. Denise DT, Uh, I got an email from her recently, and it was about how she was getting ready to interview a few people, and she I think it was maybe for her podcast, and she wasn't sure how to pronounce their names. And this immediately caught my attention because this has happened to me before where I I have a guest coming on and I'm like, how the heck do you pronounce their name? And I try to go and look up if they have any videos anywhere of them saying their name, uh, if anyone else has introduced them on video or on a podcast and said their name. And let me tell you, it can be very, very difficult to figure out how this person says their name. Like, you need an investigative journalist sometimes to just figure out and find a video of someone saying their own name. It shouldn't be that hard. And so that's exactly what Denise said in her email, that uh, she was trying to look up the pronunciation of three different people's names. She did the same thing I did, looking up videos and went on their social media and uh, out of those three people, only one of them had a video where they said their name in the beginning of a video and and, and she could easily figure out how they pronounced their name. So I was like, oh, gosh, like I need to do that. Uh, I need to start recording more videos, um, especially reels. You know, I love all the voiceover stuff is really fun and all the trends and stuff, but it's really important that we are recording reels with our own voices where we're introducing ourselves because if you want people to know who you are or, or know what your brand is, we can't just follow every trend um, and do what everyone else is doing. Sometimes we have to get out there and, and get out our own message and remind people who we are and what we do. Um, and so this, this email from Denise just really reminded me of that. And kind of got my wheels turning uh, and got me adding things to my to do list. Like, oh, I really need to do a video uh, saying my name. I need to say my name more on video. <laughs> and then, what do you know? I go on Instagram and I saw a reel from Kara Conway. She's at Kara Conway Love. You might know Kara because she ran the Dog Like Me series where she highlighted uh, people, tons and tons of people. I'm not sure how many she got to, but she highlighted tons of people and their dogs and kind of their stories together. It seems that now she has shifted her business um, and she does legal business and social media consulting services and um, she has a community, I think. So she shared a reel. That I saw like two days after I got that Denise Duffield Thomas email and Kara was saying, you need to humanize your brand. And she shared a very simple reel where she just put a few facts about her, said, Hi, I'm Kara. Um, you know, what I can't remember it off the top of my head. I should have probably written this down, but she shared just some really quick, maybe four or five different facts about herself. And I was like, gee, that. That's so simple. I really need to do this. Um, and she just had music over it. She didn't speak, but she does do a lot of reels where she does speak and you can hear her voice. So Kara just does a great job. Shout out to Kara. <laughs> I hope, I hope you're listening to this. Uh, and so between the email, the Denise email and Kara's video, I was like, okay, I need to do something about this. So it was a nice day out. I was feeling good about my appearance. (laughs) So I set up my tripod and I got Bert next to me and I just took a couple of minutes. And recorded a video saying, hi, I'm Tori Mystic. I'm the founder of Wear, Wag, Repeat. I have been blogging about life with my dogs for almost 10 years. I've been podcasting about women in the pet industry for about five years. Uh, you can go to my website, which is wearwagrepeat.com, to learn more about all the things that I do. See, how simple was that? I, that's all I recorded. I, I took a couple takes. Um, I said a few other things. For some reason, when I hit record, I tend to talk a lot. If if you can't tell, that's why I have a podcast. <laughs> that's not very conducive to Reels, though. We want to keep those short. Um, so I just did a few different takes, and I edited it down. Uh, and then I uploaded that to Instagram Reels. I also put it on TikTok. And you know what? I also put it on YouTube Shorts because why not um, repurpose that as, as many places as you can? And what happened was um, I I was surprised. At, at first, the, the views were kind of low on my reels because I didn't use any kind of background sound. It's just me talking, introducing me, who I am and what I do, right? Uh, and I... Assume a lot of people know what I do, um, but a lot of people don't. And um, the video has now, I think it's almost at 2,000 views. So it's doing, you know, pretty decent. Didn't tank. Um, It's doing all right, but it serves a really important purpose. And that is just telling people who I am and what I do, because they might not know. And I got one comment from someone. I haven't heard this in a while, but a long time ago, maybe five years ago. Everyone thought that my Instagram account was not at T Mystic. They thought it was T M I Stick, like too much information stick. (laughs) Which I don't even know what that even means. I'm not. I can't even tell what that means. But I remember when I was first growing my account when i when I got my first ten thousand followers and when I hit thirty thousand followers and forty thousand. Uh, a lot of people were like, TMI stick. Uh, and I heard people on their on their Instagram stories saying, oh, you guys got to go follow TMI stick. <laughs> and I was like, oh gosh, I really need to tell people what my name is. So I don't know if that's ever happened to you, um, but I would encourage you to definitely say your name or if you have a unique username or you have unique dog names or cat names or whatever kind of pets that you have, please record some videos telling people exactly how you say your name, how you say your pet's names. Um, And you don't need to say, hi, this is how you pronounce my name. You can just say your name (laughs) and people will get it. Um, But I, I think it's really important that you do that because just on this video the other day, someone commented, oh, I, th- I, this whole time I thought your account was TMI stick. So even now, all these years later, some people still do not understand my username and, um, kind of circling back to Laura Belgrade changing hers. I do kind of wonder if I should change my username to at Tory mystic, like spelled out Tory mystic instead of T mystic. I wonder if I should do that. So, um, that was just kind of off the top of my head let me know your thoughts on that <laughs> uh and then finally you know we've so here we've talked about your about page your bio and then like individual content uh and i would recommend maybe you can schedule um once a month or so when you want to do a video Just saying, Hi, I'm so and so, and this is what I do. Uh, I I think that you want to make sure that you're doing that consistently. So maybe put a little reminder in your calendar on the first of the month. Hey, remember, record a little bio video. And you're never going to run out of things to say in that video because hopefully you've redone your about page and you've got lots of stuff you can pull from there you really just need a few sentences to make a reel, to make it long enough for a reel. So definitely make that part of your content strategy for the rest of the year. Remember, like I said at the very beginning, we are leading up to the holiday season where people are going to make a lot of decisions about who they want to buy from and who they don't want to buy from. And this past year, I think consumers are becoming more and more informed uh, and they really are, you know, concerned about who they're buying from. So if you can tell them that there's a real person <laughs> and that you really care about them and their pets and who you are, why you do what you do, um, what your background is, I think it's going to really go a long way into getting people to like you and to buy from you. So just give it a try. Um, Please put this on your calendar. You know We're midway through October now. So if you want to do this at the end of the month or kind of mentally prepare yourself and do it at the beginning of November, please put it on your schedule for the beginning of November and then do another one at the beginning of December because a lot of people are going to be discovering you around this time of year. So it's really important. Uh, and one other thing I want to point out, not only do you want to tell people how to, how to say your name and what it is that you do, but remember to repeat your credentials as often as you can. So I was talking to someone the other day and um, they were, you know, we, we were just kind of chatting and getting to know each other, but it turns out they had a podcast and they're like, oh, maybe I could have you on my podcast, Tori. That, that'd that be cool. What do you think you would want to talk about? And I was like, oh, God, well, I could talk about anything. But maybe a good fit would be talking about, you know, Instagram strategy. And this person said, oh, really? Well, like, uh, why are you qualified to talk about that? <laughs> and I don't mean to be a fool of myself, but I was a little bit like, oh, well, don't you know who I am? <laughs> No, 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 I didn't say that. But um I was a little bit taken aback because I kind of feel like my reputation stands for itself. You know, you can look at my Instagram account and see that I know what I'm talking about. Or, or, you know, if you've been following me, um, you know that I am always interested in learning more about social media marketing. But I really had to just kind of give my elevator pitch about why I am qualified to do that. And it just was a really good reminder that people are not seeing everything that you post. Uh, And so it's really important that if you do have some kind of credentials or experience, which I know you do, I know everyone listening to this has really wonderful experiences and and reasons behind why you do what you do, make sure to please tell people about it (laughs) and tell people about it again and again and again. So in summary, I want you to Make sure that you are consistently telling people your name and who you are. I want you to tell them what you do and what you sell. Make sure to tell people your history, your background, and your credentials. And then share stories about how you got here. And then finally, tell them what you want them to do. Do not underestimate this. People who follow you might not realize that you have XYZ service or that you offer, you know, this kind of special product. Once you remind them who you are and you share your story and you tell them all the stuff I just told you about, they're probably going to start to like you. <laughs> and when they start to like you, they're going to want to help you. And so that is why you need to make it Really super crystal clear and tell your audience exactly what you want them to do. So do you want to hear more about that topic? We are hitting a time limit for this episode, but I think that's a very interesting concept, the whole persuasive communication idea. And just to kind of talk the talk here, I want to mention that I have a bachelor's degree in integrated marketing communication that included studies in persuasive speech and interpersonal communication. I also have a master's degree in digital media. And uh, I think that consumer psychology and how to communicate your offers would be a really cool episode. I could look back on some of my old coursework and pull some really cool resources around that. So if you are interested in maybe the next solo episode that I do being about persuasive communication and how to um, use like consumer psychology to convince people that they need the thing that you are selling, because they do, right? You're making really awesome things or you have great services. They really do need it. Um, but if you struggle with convincing people, this I think would be a really interesting topic to explore. So if you agree, if you think that would be cool, please reach out to me via email. Um, if you're on my email list, you would have gotten an email about this episode. You can just reply. Or you can reach out on Instagram at wear, wag, Repeat and let me know if you think that would be a good topic for the next solo episode. I want to thank you so much for listening to this one here. Let me know if you had a favorite part or if you implement this, please tag me so I can see your wonderful videos and send me links to your about pages because I really do care and I really do want to see it. Uh, And remember to listen next Wednesday when I will have a great interview for you with another fabulous woman in the pet industry